This episode of Sturdy Wheelbarrows is sponsored by the Groundhog Adulterer, the new wheelbarrow from Groundhog Wheelbarrows that enables you to keep your clandestine relationships hidden from your significant other. Featuring a secret compartment in which you can conceal love letters, raunchy photographs and directions to your next illicit rendezvous. The Groundhog Adulterer is the ideal wheelbarrow for anyone who has found love elsewhere but doesn't feel brave enough to leave their partner just yet. Use the discount code I'm working late again, darling, on our website for a 3% discount. From winter through to spring On building sites and farms My wheelbarrow helps me transport things Too heavy, too heavy for my arms Too heavy For my arms Wheelbarrow Hi there wheelbarrowers, my name is Michael and you're very welcome to Sturdy Wheelbarrows the podcast by a wheelbarrow enthusiast for wheelbarrow enthusiasts Now, we've had a massive reaction to this week's Guess That Wheelbarrow sound. I posted this audio clip on our Sturdy Wheelbarrows Twitter page, at Sturdy Podcast, and asked if anyone could identify this sound. I thought it was an easy one. But unfortunately, nobody got it right. The closest was Stacy, who asked if it was a wheelbarrow at a fireworks display in Seattle, Washington on the 4th of July, 2003. Not quite, Stacy. The correct answer was, of course, a wheelbarrow at a fireworks display in Seattle, Washington on the 4th of July, 2004. I'll be posting a new Guess That Wheelbarrow sound later today, so do keep an ear out for that. I'm delighted to say I'm now joined by a man who, for the last 14 years, has been the world's strongest wheelbarrower. Elliot Dalton, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mickey. Michael. Right. Now, Elliot, there may be some people out there who aren't familiar with you and how you became the world's strongest wheelbarrower. So, can you maybe explain what it is that you do? Well, I lift wheelbarrows up in the air. Right. And what is it that makes you the world's strongest wheelbarrower? Well, I suppose it's down to two things, really. Mm. Uh, Number one, me being stronger than all of the other wheelbarrows. Mm -hmm. And number two, all of the other wheelbarrows being weaker than me. Right. Those are probably the two main factors that make me the world's strongest wheelbarrower. Mm, Right. But I suppose what I'm getting at, Elliot, is that you famously choose to lift all your wheelbarrows alone in private, don't you? Here we go. Well, it's just you lift your wheelbarrows alone without any witnesses. And this has led to some people casting doubt on your claims because, well, because no one has ever actually seen you lift any wheelbarrows. Unbelievable. So what is your response to those people who doubt you? Right. Do you know what else I don't do with witnesses, Mickey? Michael. I don't shower with witnesses either. Do people want to come round and check I'm doing that as well? Hmm. 
I just think it says more about society than it does about me that I have to deal with these kinds of doubts and suspicions. Hmm. Why can't people just trust me? What do you mean by just trust you, though? Just take your word for it. Well, I just think that if a wheelbarrow says that he stacked 25 wheelbarrows on top of one another in his bedroom one night and then lifted them up in the air, people should believe him Mm. and want to date him and give him awards and call him the world's strongest wheelbarrow. But would you ever consider lifting them in public? You know, maybe even just once, just to show that it is something that... No way. No. No. I'm not going to let the mob tell me how to lift my wheelbarrows. Mm. That's just not going to happen. It's a personal preference of mine to lift my wheelbarrows behind closed doors. Mm. And if they can't take my word for it, well, I'm sorry, but it's not my fault that they have trust issues. Well, I think that's more than fair. Mm. Now, you mentioned there one of your most famous feats of strength, the time you famously lifted 25 stacked wheelbarrows, which remains the current world record to this day. Mm -hmm. Easy. But because you did it privately without anyone seeing, some of your rival wheelbarrow lifters have wondered what was your technique for lifting so many wheelbarrows at the same time. I grabbed them, Mm. all 25 of them, with my hands. Mm. And then, using the strength in my arms, I lifted them up in the air. Right. And that's definitely what happened. Right. Okay. And how long did you hold them up for? Uh, a couple of hours. Uh, probably more, actually. So more than a couple of hours, they were up in the air just with your hands? Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a date scheduled that night uh, with a model, Ooh. by the way. But I just decided to uh, keep lifting the wheelbarrows instead. And mm. did you ever reschedule the date with the model? Yeah, definitely. And we did kissing and everything. Oh, a bit raunchy, but we'll allow it. Okay, so there's one other story that I wanted to ask you about. Mm -hmm. Last week, you tweeted, just got home after saving a bunch of kittens from a helicopter crash, loaded them all into six wheelbarrows and lifted them to safety. They're all fine. Just glad I was able to help. Uh Uh-huh. Just doing my duty as a citizen. Mm, And can I ask, where did this happen? In a field. And where was the field? On planet Earth, obviously. Can you maybe just be a little bit more specific? Uh, north of Antarctica. Right. Well, a lot of people have been looking, and nobody's really been able to find a news story in the last week mm. fitting the description of a helicopter filled with wheelbarrows and kittens coming down. Well, and there then... wouldn't be, would there? Well, no, there wouldn't be, would there? Uh, because the pilot, uh, who was not a kitten, I should point out, he was a normal-sized man... Um, The pilot was a criminal. The pilot was a criminal? Yeah. He was a criminal illegally importing wheelbarrows filled with kittens. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then the helicopter crashed because, well, he obviously hadn't read the instruction manual. Yeah. Um, And then I came along, saw what was happening, put all the kittens into the wheelbarrows, and then lifted them to safety. Right. And then, once they were safe, uh, I ran back to the helicopter, and I grabbed the evil pilot... And I ordered him to stop committing crimes, and he promised that he would. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't bring him to the police station or no, report him? No, no point, no point. I just I just put him on the straight and narrow, uh, and I told him to clean up the mess from the helicopter, uh, which he did, fair play to him. He's now back home, turning his life around, okay. and I went back to the six wheelbarrows filled with kittens and carried them to the nearest cat sanctuary uh, with one hand. And were they okay? Yeah, well... One of the wheels had a puncture, but um, I'm sure that can be fixed. And what about the kittens? Uh, yeah, all fine. Uh, they've been adopted by loving families, and uh, they live in the countryside. Uh, all works out great, thanks to me. Huh. 
Okay, that's good enough for me. Thanks for clearing that up, Elias. Mm. Um, and congratulations on your continued success as world's strongest wheelbarrower. Thanks, Mickey. Michael. Um, also, just want to say uh, that I broke up with the model uh, that I mentioned earlier. Mm. Um, so if there's any ladies out there who want to get in touch, uh, my email address is worldstrongestwheelbarrower at gmail.com. Okay, nice opportunity for any ladies out there looking to find a big, strong wheelbarrower. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be back after this. Hi, Hazel Patterson here, CEO of Barrows Without Borders, and I'm here to tell you a little bit about what we do. Barrows Without Borders is the world's largest wheelbarrow charity. It was established in 1997 in response to that year's disastrous wheelbarrow shortage in the Carinthia region of Austria. We helped to alleviate the shortage by delivering wheelbarrows to the people most affected, some of whom had resorted to transporting items with baskets, rucksacks, and even their hands. It was heartbreaking. Since then, our work has continued. We were the first responders when a large batch of faulty wheelbarrows had to be recalled in Western Canada in 2004, and we were on hand to comfort the victims when 400 wheelbarrows were stolen from a warehouse in Melbourne on Christmas Eve in 2013. We've changed lives by getting wheelbarrows to people who didn't have wheelbarrows. People who had given up hope of happiness because they believed the rest of their lives would be devoid of wheelbarrows. But our work is not done. There are still people out there who need wheelbarrows. From the Arctic Circle to Antarctica, there are dozens of people right now who are transporting items with inefficient, unwieldy alternatives to wheelbarrows. And as long as those people exist, Barrows Without Borders will be there to help. So please, donate what you can today to Barrows Without Borders. With your help, we'll be one step closer to achieving the future we all dream of. A world in which everyone owns at least six wheelbarrows. Barrows Without Borders. Delivering wheelbarrows to the wheelbarrowless. Welcome back. Our final item on today's show concerns a very grave matter – And it will make reference to a very serious crime. So if you've got anyone with young, impressionable ears listening, please make sure they hear all of it, because it's very important that children get an understanding of these things at an early age. I'll now pass you over to the curator of the European Wheelbarrow Museum, Tina Bobshaw, who's going to be making a public appeal. It's all yours, Tina. Thank you, Michael. Um, Just before I start, um, would you mind playing some poignant music on a low volume while I'm speaking? What do you mean? Just some poignant music. Um, I just think it'll have a little bit more impact that way. I'm going to trust you to just crack on with that. Okay. Okie doke. Um, Hello, wheelbarrowers. My name is Tina Bobshaw. Most of you know me in a professional capacity as the curator of the European Wheelbarrow Museum. But there is another side to me, and that side is a person, a human person. Before I was an adult, I was a child. And when I was a child, I experienced a terrible crime. My granddad was kidnapped. He was actually taken from the fresh produce aisle of Tesco in the middle of the day. bundled him into a van and drove off and Grandad continues to be held hostage to this very day. I very naively thought that that would be the worst crime I would experience in my life, Um, but I was wrong. 
Two weeks ago, an even worse crime took place right here in my place of work, the European Wheelbarrow Museum. When my back was turned, um, a vile monster um, stole one of my wheelbarrows. It was called the Wheelbarrow of Death. Um, it was actually the wheelbarrow used by serial killer Connor Firestone to transport his victims to their watery grave and one of this museum's top attractions. I don't know if my wheelbarrow was stolen by the same group who kidnapped my granddad all those years ago, but I, I wouldn't put it past them. Because, you know, sometimes when a criminal gets away with a crime, it gives them confidence and then they commit an even bigger crime. And that's just, I guess, the nature of crime. Um, and that might be what's happening here. Um, they might have thought, well, we got the old scrot handedly enough in Tesco, so now we'll grab that lovely wheelbarrow in the museum. I, I don't know. I don't know for sure that's what's happened here, but it, it might be. But what I want to really focus on today is you, the public. I know we've had our differences. I know, for example, I've had to eject some of you from the museum for trying to push the wheelbarrows. Um, I know I've had to ban several of you because you gave me and the museum one-star ratings on Yelp and said it was the worst four hours of your life. Um, I don't regret that, actually, because you deserve to be banned and all you're doing when you post things like that is displaying your own ignorance. But we need to put that behind us and work together. I need you, um, I need everyone to report to me any unusual wheelbarrow activity in your area. And to encourage that, um, I am here today. I'm going to be offering a reward for information that leads to the capture of the thief, dead or alive, the thief who stole my wheelbarrow. No, no, Tina, don't say dead. Sorry, what's that? You, you said dead or alive. You can't say dead. Right. Um, edit by Tina Bobshaw. Information that leads to the capture of the thief alive all roughed up a bit. Um, you won't get in trouble um, if you have to rough them up. Um, and however you choose to interpret roughed up, I'll leave that up to you. Just, I say, feel free to be creative. That's on you. So I guess what I'm saying is I want us all to work together, um, feed the information directly to me or to Ollie who's the wheelbarrow restorer in the museum. Um, best in the biz, as we know, uh, very, very good at his job. Or if you want to go to the police about it, that's fine too. But just remember to tell me exactly what you're telling them. Because sometimes, especially in situations like this, the police can be in on it and they can conceal evidence. I've seen it before. Um, I'm not saying it happens all the time. But it does happen. And I just want to make sure that the police are not in cahoots with this thief. Um, but they could be. Um, if you do that and we find this criminal, you will be eligible to receive the reward. I'm not going to say what the reward is because that shouldn't be your motivation here. Um you should. Tina, just say what the reward is. It just, I think it'll give people an incentive to, to help. I wouldn't have thought so, because if I say what the reward is, they, they won't help. 
Why not? What's, what, what is the reward? The knowledge that they've done the right thing. Right. So there's no actual cash reward? No. Um, no. Didn't even cross my mind. I'm, I'm the one who's been wronged here, Michael. Um, I mm. don't see why I should have to be out of pocket as well. So I'm just going to tell them that there's a reward and hopefully that'll do the trick. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Go ahead, continue. So as I said, um, there is a reward, and it is a good one. Um, This concludes my public appeal. Um, Between us, uh, we have the power to ensure that this isn't one of those tragic cases where the wheelbarrow owner never gets her missing wheelbarrow back. I think we can all agree there have been far too many cases like that over the years. So let's all get to work. Um, Actually, um, while it is in my head, um, if you have got any information on my granddad's whereabouts, feel free to get in touch about that too. Um, Thinking about it, if you are contacting us via email, just change the subject line from missing wheelbarrow to missing grandad um, so I can put them in a separate folder. Statement now ends by me, Tina Bobshaw. Thank you, Tina. And that's all from this edition of Sturdy Wheelbarrows. We'll be back next time for more news, reviews... Sorry, and it, Michael. Tina. Michael, it's Tina. T- Tina. Tina from the museum. Yep, Tina. Hi, hi Tina. Yep. Um... Just one more thing that I could do with some people, well, everyone, bearing in mind, really. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I just don't want people to be afraid of snitching on friends or family members. Um, because sometimes people do do that. Um, they get too close to people and that clouds their judgment. Um, I, I can't afford for that to happen here. And I'm... What I'm saying is you must not protect guilty people. Snitches don't get stitches with me. Um, I don't care who they are. If you've stolen my wheelbarrow and you know about it, you need to turn them in. Otherwise, you're both going to go to prison. Yeah. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. Thank you. And that concludes this edition of Sturdy Wheelbarrows. Join us again next time for all the latest news, reviews and interviews from the wonderful world of wheelbarrows. From winter through to spring On building sites and farms My wheelbarrow helps me transport things Too heavy, too heavy For my arms Too heavy for my